Today on the newscast, another deadly terror attack in Israel with Hamas playing the role of instigator. How will Israel respond? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. Thursday, May 5th marked Israel's Independence Day. It should have been a joyous day throughout the state of Israel, celebrating 74 years since it was miraculously reborn as a nation. For most of the day, that was the story. Israelis gathered for barbecues and get-togethers with families and friends as Israeli fighter jets put on an air show overhead. It's always one of the most joyous days on the calendar each year in Israel. And yet, yesterday's Independence Day celebration ended in absolute horror when three Israelis were slaughtered by Palestinian terrorists. Now, we've had 19 Israelis murdered in all since March 21st, and last night at the end of Israel's Independence Day celebrations was just the latest incident. Here's the details as we know them. The two Palestinian terrorists are now on the run. As I come to you around 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, May 6th, There is a massive manhunt underway in Israel with Israeli police and security services fanning out around the city of Elad in central Israel where the attack took place and trying to capture these two terrorists. Now, the two terrorists reportedly hailed from the city of Jenin. I assume they entered Israel through a breach in the security fence. Once they reached the city of Elad, they went to an outdoor park where they began their onslaught wielding an axe and a knife, they hacked three Israeli men to death, and they seriously wounded four other Israeli Jewish men. Then they retreated, and as I mentioned, the manhunt is now underway. Now today, Friday, May 6th, we had the funerals for the three Israeli men who were brutally murdered in cold blood. Each of them was married, number one. Number two, all told, they left behind 16 children. Just last weekend, last Friday, as a matter of fact, one week ago today, and a 23-year-old Israeli security guard in the great city of Ariel uh, was murdered by Hamas. They claimed responsibility for his death just last Friday, Friday. So this is continuing. We're seeing a very troubling pattern here. This can only be called a terror wave that Israel is facing right now. Now, the backdrop to this, of course, is what's going on right now atop the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. It's been unfolding over the past several weeks. I reported from there last week here on the newscast. I was on the ground in Jerusalem where you have Palestinian rioters congregating in and around the Al-Aqsa Mosque, instigated by Hamas. More on that in a minute. And they are using the Al-Aqsa Mosque, which Muslims consider their third holiest site, as a weapons depot. They're storing weapons there and they are using them, whether it's stones, Molotov cocktails, firecrackers, fireworks, I should say, using them to attack Israeli security services and Israeli civilians who are worshiping at the Western Wall below. Now, again, they are accusing Israel, is Hamas and these rioters that Hamas is pushing to the Temple Mount. They're accusing Israel of desecrating and defiling the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Who is desecrating the mosque when the rioters are inside using it to store weapons and actually launching Molotov cocktails from inside the mosque? That's the big question here, folks. But the international community, quote unquote, does not want to answer that. And they're calling for restraint on all sides. But folks, make no mistake about it. Hamas 
has intentionally incited everything that has gone down atop the Temple Mount revolving around the Al-Aqsa Mosque over the past several weeks. Hamas is portraying itself as the defender of Al-Aqsa, and they're using this issue to stir up their supporters across the Palestinian territories and inside Israel as well. Hey, look no further. Talk about incitement and a smoking gun. Last Saturday, Yahya Sinwar, who was a top Hamas leader in Gaza, gave a speech which can only be called an incitement to murder. Now, in that speech, Sinwar called for new attacks against Israelis. And by the way, he explicitly called for Palestinians to take up axes and knives to slaughter Israelis. Hmm. Last night's attack involved two Palestinians using an axe and a knife to murder three Israelis to butcher them in cold blood. And that attack came just five days after Yahya Sinwar's speech calling for such attacks. I'm sure it's only a coincidence, folks, even if there is no direct Hamas link to last night's attack, you can bet your bottom dollar that these two terrorists were certainly inspired by the terror group that rules Gaza with an iron fist. Now, back to Sinwar's speech, called for new attacks, nothing too brand new there other than the methods he called for, axes, knives, among other ways, but he also called for attacks against, or he warned that Hamas would attack, quote, thousands of synagogues worldwide if Israel continued to defile, in his words, the Al-Aqsa Mosque atop the Temple Mount. Lastly, he said we are on the verge, his words, of a regional religious war over what's happening on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Now, a religious war in Yahya Sinwar and Hamas's view is clearly a call for jihad, a call for a holy war Uh, against Jews, against Christians, against anyone who stands in Hamas's way. So that was the demonic diatribe delivered by top Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar just last Saturday night. And you wonder why we see what we saw last night, the butchery in the Israeli city of Elad, clearly a provocation, a call to terror from Hamas. And not surprisingly, in the wake of last night's attack, Hamas And Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the other Iranian proxy operating in Gaza, they praised the attack. They called it an heroic operation, and they said it's a response to the desecration by Israel of the Al-Aqsa Mosque. There's that issue once again. Folks, it brings to mind, as we look at the Temple Mount as the most coveted piece of real estate in the world, it brings to mind the book of Zechariah, which says that a day is coming where Jerusalem will become like a burdensome stone. For the whole world and anyone who comes against it will be cut to pieces. That's what we are seeing right now. Jerusalem is not only the center of the world geographically, more and more, it will become the center of the world geopolitically. The battle over Jerusalem, the battle over the Temple Mount, those days are coming right now. And Hamas, with its Iranian patron behind it, don't forget Iran's role in this, helping to rile up Hamas and helping to direct their steps When you have forces like that uh, calling for Jerusalem and saying Jerusalem is theirs, then you have a big problem. The question now is, as we close, how will Israel respond? Now, there have been some rumblings over the past year. Remember, when we talk about one year ago, we're on the eve right now of the one-year anniversary 
of the Hamas-Israel war, that 11-day conflict in which uh, Israel responded after Hamas launched rockets at Jerusalem and again stirred things up over the Al-Aqsa Mosque. We're repeating the same script this year, but there have been rumblings over the past year that if uh, Hamas does this again, that perhaps top Hamas leaders like a Yahya Sinwar would be targeted by Israel. We'll see where this goes. Israel has reportedly uh, sent some pretty stern warnings to Hamas to knock it off. Could we see, again, as we approach the one-year anniversary of that last go-round between Israel and Hamas, could we see a new conflict in Gaza? Could Israel finally say, enough is enough, We have a terror wave, 19 Israelis slaughtered in the past month and a half alone, instigated by Hamas, who was openly calling for murder. And we have Hamas also inciting riots on the most volatile piece of real estate in the world, the Temple Mount. Will Israel feel compelled ultimately to respond? That's a big question I leave you with here as we head into the weekend. Hey, If anything big happens, if there's any breaking news, we will come to you here over the weekend on the newscast. We pray that the two murderers in this terror attack are brought to justice, and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for Israel right now, and we pray for God to just protect, lift up his people, protect his land. His word says that he neither slumbers nor sleeps when it comes to Israel. So we're putting our trust, our faith in him, because we know He still sits on the throne. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.